Hello, guys. And welcome back to Movie, movie bitches. bitches. We were going to release an episode about the movie The Runaways, but the audio is completely messed up. Like, it, it's just certain things are too loud in the background that you can't really hear us. And so instead of re-watching the movie and re-recording the audio we decided we would just talk about it really quick because i'll start off by saying the runaways was not a movie that i would recommend (laughs) no honestly it wasn't that good i mean it wasn't awful like coffee and cream (laughs) (laughs) no not not even close it wasn't something that i would personally pick something to watch yeah and i definitely didn't want to watch it again yeah so But if you're ever going to watch a movie like that... Oh, it's a... It's, oh. It's like a documentary, kind of. Yeah. It's like, um... About, like, Joan Jett before she had... Joan band. Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah, so it's about Joan Jett's band, The Runaways. Before the Blackhearts. Yeah. And um, basically, like, I feel like the main part of the movie had to do with Cherie. Yeah, the movie is mostly about Cherie, not Joan Jett. So Cherie was the lead singer of The Runaways. She was 15 years old, and she came from a family where her dad was a drunk, and her mom wasn't around. Oh, no, her mom was around. Well, She not was te- around, but then she up and moved to Indonesia with her new boyfriend. Without her kids. And yeah. it was like, you can guys go move with your dad and your grandma. And they were like... Uh, so it's either go move in with our drunk dad or go move to Indonesia with you. Like, no thanks. Yeah, exactly. And the mom didn't want them to go to Indonesia with them. Yeah. She wanted to go with her boyfriend by herself because she's like, she didn't want kids in the first place, you can tell. Yeah. It's um, like, if you don't, if you don't want kids, <laughs> don't have them. Come on, guys. I don't know if I really want to talk about, like, scenes from the movie because it was just kind of like these girls met because of their producer and then the producer turned out to be a scumbag pedophile sort of Mm -hmm. i would say he referred to sheree as jailbait he referred to all of them as that because they were all under the age of 18 Mm -hmm. basically sheree curry ends up getting addicted to drugs and she ends up doing this photo shoot where it was very provocative yeah to her 15 year old (laughs) And she did it without the rest of the band, so it kind of put, like, a damper on their relationship, like, because it was, how many girls? Four or five? Four. Four, four girls, No, it's yeah. five. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think it's five girls. Because uh, Cherie, Joan, the drummer, the bassist, and I s- swear there was another girl. There might have been. They probably just didn't show her as much. Yeah, I don't really remember. Also, there was one girl in the band in particular who seemed like she didn't like Cherie from the get-go. Yeah, she was, like, really annoyed with her. Yeah. So, Lita was her name. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to check, so. Yeah. It's not worth it. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, And then an article got posted about Cherie by Kim Fowley. Like, he was talking to the press. And Kim Fowley was their producer. Yeah. And he said that... She's hard to work with. Her ego is too big, and then he said she should just hang herself. He said, like, basically she should kill herself, like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, and then he said that dealing with her ego was like having a dog urinate on you. He did this for publicity, basically. Yeah, and then Cherie was like, fuck you, I quit. So she quit the band, and they got, like, really pissed at her, but then it shows that... Joan stayed with the band for another two years. And then started... Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah. And then Cherie went to rehab and then started working at a little shop. And then she called Joan while she was on the air 
And all she said was, like, hi. Just wanted to say hi. It was really awkward, honestly. Yeah. And the guy was like, okay, this conversation's over. <laughs> Basically, that was the whole movie. I mean, other stuff happened, like them doing drugs and whatnot and other and stuff, but, like... And, like, hooking up. Yeah. But nothing really, like, that really caught my eye. Yeah. It was a good movie, but not good enough for me to watch again or for me to, like, recommend to anybody that doesn't like Joan Jett. I don't hate Joan Jett. I'm just not a big fan of her. I'm just not really into, like, her music that much. Yeah. So, what would you rate it out of a ten? Like a five and a half. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would I'd rate it about a six. It wasn't, like, a terrible movie, but it's not even close to a ten. But if you want to watch a movie like that, watch The Dirt. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a movie that we'll probably watch and record about. Because I don't mind watching that movie all time, every day, every single day. But today we're going to be watching an LGBTQ movie. We're going to be watching Moonlight. Moonlight was made in 2016. It's rated R. It's an hour and 50 minutes. It says, in this acclaimed coming-of-age drama, a young man who grows up poor, black, and gay in a rough Miami neighborhood tries to find his place in the world. I mean, it sounds interesting. It's rated R. So right now it showed three men and... I would go ahead and say a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> Walked up to this kid and he was asking if he could just give him a little something. And he was like, I'm not giving you anything. And he was like, just a little bit. And he was like, my shit costs money. But he won't sell drugs to that guy because he doesn't have any money. His name is T. That's what we know. I don't know his name yet, though. I think it's Juan. Is it Juan? I think so. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm assuming that this is the kid. So this little boy is being chased by a bunch of other little boys. Who are calling him faggot. And gay. And they're chasing after him, try, probably going to try and beat him up. Yeah. He went into a house, so I'm assuming like, it's just like an empty house, and they're pounding on the door. No, I think this is his house. Pete tried to open other doors. Did you see oh, that? Really? No, I didn't yeah. see that. He tried to open another door. Now they're throwing stuff at the window, trying to break it. That's so awful. Did he just want a crack pipe? Yep. He just found a crack pipe on the floor, and someone's knocking on the door. It looks like an adult. Yeah. Maybe. I think it might be one. That's scary. To just have this grown man come in the house like that. He just told him that he was going to go get something to eat, and he could come with them if he wanted. I feel like he's trying to be nice. Then it's just like, my instincts kick in. It's just like, when a man comes up to you and asks a little kid, let's go to the eat. It's just like, no. Chapter one, little? Is that what that's trying to say? I think so. So you got to get some food. Okay, so he's trying to get him home because he doesn't want him running around. I feel like he doesn't have a home, and that makes me so sad. So he tried taking the food away from him to see if he would talk, and the kid just got really sad. And I don't, This is making me really sad so far. So I'm assuming that he told him where he lives because he's driving in the car with him. Okay, but like, I love his shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want that shirt. What year do you think this was supposed to be? I haven't seen any signs of, like, modern... I'm assuming anywhere between the 90s to the early 2000s, maybe even the 80s. So he's having his girlfriend come out and come talk to this kid because I'm assuming, like, you know, he would feel more comfortable talking, talking to, to a him. woman, which is understandable, but also don't talk to strangers, please. I don't think he did. I mean, he took him to his house, not the little boy's house. No, I'm saying, like, in general, just, like, oh. don't talk to strangers. <laughs> so she's going to go talk to the boy. And she said, I can't believe you. Why would you do something like this? He said, love you. She's really pretty. I really hope this boy, boy gets home. I mean, like, if he gets home to, like, somewhere that is actually home. Yeah. I feel like maybe either he doesn't have a home or, like, uh, his name is totally abusive. Yeah. His name is Chiron. People call him Little. He's from Liberty City. 
He said he lived with his mom, but then when they asked about his dad, he stopped eating. He doesn't want to go home. Teresa is uh, Juan's girlfriend's name, which I'm assuming he's Juan. I don't know. I don't know if his real name is Juan or if that guy just called him that. Teresa says that he could stay there for the night. His mom works as a health professional. Healthcare professional? Yeah. I'm assuming. And she's wearing uh, scrubs. Uh, excuse me? This dude just took care of her son overnight and she just pulled her son away from him when he tried to like give him a fist bump it's like dude what the fuck he could have just like not bring your son home and yet what the fuck so i'm assuming that the mom knows that like kids bully him do you think so because the way she said that he usually could take care of himself oh. so they're playing essentially like soccer with um a paper ball yeah a paper ball just like a bunch of newspaper just rolled up he does have friends or a friend all right yeah a friend so this kid kevin came up to him asking why he left the game i guess kevin's bleeding on his cheek i think kevin's trying to teach him toughen toughen him up basically now they're wrestling i think the guy's name is juan he just showed back up at home and sharon was there sitting in his yard which is like how this kid remember where he lived honestly that's great memory his shoes are so white. I know. I can never keep my shoes away. And now they're at the beach. Juan is showing Chiron. Chiron how to um just float. Float in the water. Yeah. Oh, he's teaching him how to swim. You think this guy ever wanted kids? Probably. And he probably feels bad because it's just like he doesn't have a father. He has a mom who clearly didn't give that much of a shit about him. Yeah, because obviously she still went to work and... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, sometimes I, you have to. I get it, but just like... She didn't seem very concerned when she got home. She didn't even call the police or anything. I would have called the police. Like, that's my fucking son's missing. I don't know. I guess. Which, I mean, it might have not been, like, the first time it happened, but still, it's just, like... But we also gotta think about, I guess, they do live in... in a different, like... Like, a, they have a different lifestyle, basically. He's got a grill on the bottom, on his bottom teeth. He keeps <laughs> running his tongue over it, and I'm like, stop doing that. I didn't even notice that until you pointed that out. So you just gave him some money. I think it's a hundred dollars. Wow. I think. Oh shit. His mom was just inside doing drugs with some guy. Oh my god. And I'm pretty sure they're about to go have sex. Are they comparing their penis sizes and what they look like? Is that what they were doing? I think so. Okay. Well, Chiron just walked into like a room of like four kids. Four boys showing their, what we are only assuming, their penises to each other. Why did he say his looks like Freddy Krueger. Don't know. And somebody else said that his looks like a peanut. Okay. Is that dish soap? Oh no. Oh, he's using dish soap for the bath. I'm so sad. Is he heating up water for the tub? So do you think his mom is paying for the drugs with sex? Or do you think she's wasting all their money on drugs? I think probably both. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so Juan just saw Sharon's mom in a car smoking. I don't know what. Crack? Probably. He just pulled her out of the car. She just keeps asking if he's gonna raise her son, and then he was like, are you gonna fucking raise him? And she was like, are you gonna keep selling me rocks? So, and she just blew the smoke right in his face. She just told him he ain't shit, but like, is that his son, do you think? Do you think? I mean... The way she's like, phrasing it? Yeah. I don't know, honestly. I'm not gonna make assumptions. <laughs> but honestly, that like, literally hurts my heart so much to like see a parent like that what the hell she's like staring down her son in like an aggressive way yelling at him but we can't hear what she said do you know what that was do you know what she said no don't be a fucking parent 
if, like, you don't want to raise your kids. I, I don't understand. I can't express that enough. It's like, if you're not going to be a good parent and, like, not do this shit, it's like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I just feel a way about that because of my mom. <laughs> so Sharon just showed up at Juan's house. You know, I feel like his mom might have called him a faggot. Oh, maybe. And that's why he's so upset about it. Maybe. And that's fucked up. Eric does that. He doesn't sit with his back to the door. He doesn't sleep with his back to the door. It's like... Because I know what's happening all times. Yeah. I get that. It's scary. I watched too much murder, like, to do that. Sharon just said that he hates his mom. So Juan's mom is dead. He said that he hated his mom, too, and that he misses her like hell now, though. Yep, she called him a faggot. God, you're fucking kidding me. She's such a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm glad that he used the term. He made it that way. He said that a faggot is a term used to make gay people feel bad. Sharon asked if he was a faggot. And Juan said, you can be gay, but you can't let anybody call you a faggot. I want to cry. Sharon asked Juan if he sells drugs, and he said yes. And then he said, my mom does drugs. And he said yes. Then he got up and left. Sharon did. And Juan looks like he's gonna cry or he is crying. I think probably because he knows that he's the one that's been selling to her. Yeah, I mean, that hurts. Like, oh, this movie's gonna make me cry. I know it. I think all these fucking LGBTQ movies are gonna make us cry. Oh, okay, is this forward into the future? I think so. So what was even... He was just being quiet. Like, what the fuck was the issue? I think because he wasn't looking at the teacher, he was, like, looking the other way, and he got called out by the teacher asking if he needs something. And some other kid was basically saying that he's on his period and that he's a girl and saying that he's gonna fuck him up. And he just said that he's gonna be waiting for his, his ass later. Oh, that's Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Kevin's shorter than Chiron. Yeah, yeah. Kevin was getting head yeah. from some girl and she was making all this noise and a teacher walked in on them. And he talked his way out of it with the teacher so he just got detention. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know. Chapter 2. Chiron. Is that even his shirt? I would assume so. <laughs> be like, you're gonna take any of the other laundry down or just your single shirt? He might not have a lot of clothing. No, but there were other clothes hung up, so like... Maybe it wasn't his. He just walked into the house and his mom said, You can't be here tonight. I have company coming. They moved. They didn't live in a in an upstairs-downstairs apartment before. Oh, oh he's... Oh, he's still, like, visiting Juan and Teresa. Oh, oh, wait, is Juan not with her anymore? Or did something happen to him? She lets him stay there, like, overnight. She's talking like she's 50 years old. <laughs> like, she looks like maybe 30. Yeah, but, like, to him, like, that's like a mother figure. Because Steve's just a couple of two dummy thick steely boys. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> is that post I saw one time? Don't ever mention it again. <laughs> dummy thick steely boys. The fuck does that supposed to mean? Thick as thieves, dummy thick, steely boys. Steely boys. <laughs> yes. <No>. Stop. <laughs> Maybe if we're not watching a movie like this, you can say it again. <laughs> you gotta lie in the mood. No. Where the fuck do they live? California? I have no idea. Cause they're right next to the ocean. She literally has a house on the ocean. You can hear the waves. Is that Kevin? Oh my god. I'm so confused. Oh, it was a wet dream. He just was watching Kevin fuck another girl. But you couldn't see the girl, just Kevin. So I guess that's how you know you're gay. Wow. She looks awful. I mean, Juan's dead. Oh no. Didn't she just say she locked herself out of the house? Yeah, I'm so confused. I think she's just super high. 
Why is he wearing his backpack like that? She just asked him for money. I don't understand. She just stole money from her son and then told him to go to school because he's late. Parent of the year. But then she called Teresa a whore. She's a prostitute is what she said. It's like, do you think Terrell's a closeted gay? Yes. I think that's usually what happens is when someone's picking on somebody who's gay. It's because they're not comfortable with their sexuality. I think that that's just in movies. No. Seriously? Yeah. I don't think so. I knew a lot of the kids who used to make fun of me because they called me a lesbian all the time. Because, like, people used to say, like, are you lesbian in middle school and, like, make fun of me? Half of them are gay now. the fuck is the point of picking on somebody? To make yourself feel better? I don't get it. I don't get it either, but that's usually what it is. It makes, like, someone else feel small so you feel big. It usually has to do with, like, home life in general. And, like, your home life isn't good, so you pick on somebody else to make yourself feel better. Chiron's at a train station right now. So I want to go sit on the beach. Kevin just showed up. So Kevin is having Chiron smoke weed, which I'm assuming for the first time. Smoke you want to get high? <laughs> Immediately started laughing. <laughs> yeah. What did he just say last mom? She leaves all of her shit around. The look on Kevin's face was like... I feel like Kevin's gay. Yeah, I, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> Do you think he knows Sharon's gay? I feel like he has to, and he's known him since he was a kid. I feel like you kind of know when your friends are gay, if you've known them for a while. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, they're... Oh, my God. Oh, God, no. I'm just scared that oh Kevin's God. gonna... Oh, my God. They're kissing. They're kissing! <gasps> I really hope Kevin doesn't hurt him. Kevin is... Unbuckling his pants. Unbuckling Sharon's pants. Oh, He's jacking him off. Oh my god. On the beach, by the way. Uh, Sharon came. He said, I'm sorry. And then Kevin said, what do you have to be sorry for? And then wiped his cum into the dirt or the sand. My heart is like racing from that scene. It's just that like, you know, they have to be closeted. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what year this is. I'm <clears> going to go ahead and say late 90s because I don't see any cell phones or anything. And everybody seems to be pretty homophobic. He's like, with the hand you jacked me off with? Sharon just got home. You see, I don't, need, I don't think he has two shirts. Mom is passed out on the couch. Anyone sucks. I feel like that's like all too familiar to me, but like not in the drug way, but in the alcohol way. Where I'd see my mom passed out on the couch, so I'd come bring her a blanket because she was so drunk that she couldn't move. The kind of drunk I want to be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was just like a, the everyday thing. I'm gonna go take the glasses off of her and then the beer that she still had in her hand that she didn't finish and go dump it out. He knows that it's gonna be Sharon. That he has to knock out. Kevin has to knock Sharon out as far as we can tell. What's his name? His name? Terrell. Yeah, so everyone's afraid of Terrell, is what it seems like. What the hell? He doesn't want to hit him. Oh my god. Oh, and now they're all beating the shit out of him. Except Kevin walked away because he's not about to do that. A teacher came. And of course they ran off like fucking pussies. God, it's so fucked up. Huh, security so fucked up like she just basically said that he's not a man because he didn't fight back no i think she meant he's not giving them up oh he's got his face in ice water in the sink i just am like super upset that kevin did that honestly i'm more upset that tyrell made him do it but i'm upset that kevin went along with it i expected it from tyrell and that's the thing tyrell 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 no chiron tyrell and kevin that's just a lot of names i'm really bad with names Sharon is walking into the school, but he's fucking pissed. I mean, wouldn't you be pissed at the guy who just found out that you were gay? And that, you know, he might also be gay? Beat the shit out of you? Yeah. yeah. And then somebody tells you you're not a man. Oh, shit! 
Tyrone just took a fucking chair and is beating Tyrell with it. Holy shit. He broke the chair on his back, which is like, good for you. Oh, but now he's, he's getting, getting arrested. What the fuck? Oh, they're in Florida. They're in Miami, Florida. Are they? Yeah. Oh, she said, don't look at me. <gasps> that had to have been his dad. Look at how much he looks like. I know. Okay, so when his mom screamed at him when he was little, all she said was, don't, don't look, look at, at me. me. But I think that she also called him a faggot. Because it cuts off. Okay, but also, wow. <laughs> so, he's older now, and he is hot. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's hot. <laughs> you can't even deny that. His body? Fuck. He looks a little bit like 50 Cent. And if you know what 50 Cent looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Chapter 3. Black. That jawline? <laughs> his eyes? Like, his abs? His back? Fuck. Anyway, I'm cutting all that out. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm sorry. You don't have to cut out my part. So, Sharon is... Dealing drugs now. But, but he, I think he distributes the drugs yeah. to the people who sell the drugs. He's. I think he's trying to scare him. Yeah. It's his mom when he was a baby. Him and his mom. Doesn't mom's name is Paula. Paula? Is that, is that the person that called? Not the voice <sighs> Kevin just called. He thought it was his mom. I want to see what Kevin looks like. Honestly, he was kind of cute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was okay. He looks like he's working at a diner or something. Yeah. Chiron moved to Atlanta, Georgia. He ain't cute. No. Kevin had a glow down. Kevin didn't have a glow anything because can't go from bad to worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Chiron would be much of a bottom anymore. <laughs> I'm really sad that Juan died and they didn't show yeah anything. anything. But imagine getting that call from somebody who did that to you. It looks like it's been at least fifteen years. It looks like it's been a minute. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I mean, like he looks completely different. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, if he's really gay. <laughs> okay, this is what doesn't make sense. When Kevin was little, he looked black. When Kevin was in high school, he looked... Hispanic. Yeah, like, like, mixed. And now he looks black again. He might be mixed. I'm just so <laughs> confused. If you think about it, it might actually have been... Might actually have been about 15 years, roughly. Or 20, closer to. Was that a dream about Kevin that he, he just had? He had a wet dream, and he came... Does he even know what Kevin looks like? I don't know. But he came and it was on his boxers. He was like, I guess I'll go see my mom. <laughs> Maybe run into Kevin. <laughs> By bad dreaming, does he mean like wet dreams about men? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if she knows that. I think she does. Oh, she's in some type of facility. He has a visitor badge on. Oh, her teeth are bugged up. Assuming she's like in some type of rehab. He's like, I am the streets. Does she just try to lecture him on the fact that he's selling drugs and he was like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I get it when parents say things like that to their kids, but it's just like you had a choice on how to be a parent, and you chose that way. No one else is out of that for you. She could have given him up to you. Yeah, she could have. Teresa. She could have, but she didn't because she was selfish. Well, she used him. Yeah. It's like, what, 27 years too late? Honestly. It's hard because it's like, that's your mom, and no matter how much they fucked you up, like, you still have that love for them that's, like, it was his only parent. It's just, like, when you have that, it's just, like, that's all you know. No matter how many times they beat you down and 
make you feel a certain way, you just can't help but still love them. Yeah, it's a rehab center. A rehab center that lets you smoke cigarettes. I'm assuming that it's, like, a privilege thing, depending on how, like, you're doing and you have certain rights. It usually happens, like, you can't go outside for a certain point, and then, like, when you're able to walk around, you're able to start working, like, once you get better. Don't they know that once they start smoking something, they want to go back to smoking the thing that they were already smoking? Monica uses cigarettes as, like, a oh, this will help me quit, and then she doesn't get the same high from it because, you know, cigarettes don't do anything for her anymore. Yeah. She wants to go back to it. Did I ever tell you that I used to smoke cigarettes? When I lived in the environment, I would smoke black and milds. It really was, but at the time, like, it was just like I would smoke those like, every day. But I couldn't smoke regular cigarettes because they just tasted so black and milds since they were flavored, and I did like candles. How weird. <laughs> to have a Spanish song. <laughs> like... Sometimes that shit hits differently, you know? <laughs> when you don't know the words? Yeah. I feel like, I hear the emotion. <laughs> People listen to Korean pop. K-pop. Korean pop. K-pop. Same thing. I know, it's weird to call it Korean pop. It just, it just came out of my mouth, okay? Oh, shit. He just showed up at the diner <gasps> where Kevin works. Oh, I thought he wasn't wearing a shirt for a second, and I was like, yes. Who <laughs> <laughs> just gets out of their car shirtless? I don't know. Always... Oh, uh, he was wearing a tank top, and now he's putting on a shirt. He needs to take his shirt back off and show Kevin what he's working with. Honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's brushing his hair. Which he doesn't really have. I even know Kevin's working. He's like, that's his car right there. Yeah, he got to see Kevin's his <laughs> Are both his ear pierced or just one? It looks like both. I know Kevin only had one ear pierced. That's a gay thing. Everyone I like got my nose pierced. Uh, she was like, are you, "Are you putting on the left or right side?" It's like, "Why does it matter?" She's like, "I know one's the gay side." And I was like, "Hi, I'm gay." <laughs> it's not a secret. I don't need to put my piercing on a different side. Like, I don't. I'll get them both pierced. Okay, that's the byway. <laughs> yes. Does he know that's Kevin? No, I don't think so. I think he does. Okay, he's looking at him. Will Kevin know that's Chiron? No. <laughs> Not unless he has Facebook or something. <laughs> Which I don't think it's like anywhere near the time of the internet. Yeah, it is. Did you not see his phone? It's a smartphone. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah I just... When he oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like losing it. You think he's like, good God, this guy's like so good looking. What's he doing in my diner? I would be like that. Watching this movie, I'm I'd like... like <laughs> Could you guys go surf him, please? I can't do it. Oh, and Kevin realizes it's Sharon. So they like hugged, kind of. And it was very. It was a little long. It was like six, seven seconds. Are you sure about that? <laughs> he just said he hasn't changed one damn bit, but it's like, just wait. Take buddy. a second look. <laughs> just just, just wait, look like one it. more time. <laughs> okay, well, Kevin's not like bad looking, but he's not. Like, he's not Sharon. Honestly. <laughs> Sharon out of Kevin's league? Yes. <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to Tyrell. Tar- yes. What do I hope happened to Tyrell? <laughs> He's in prison. <laughs> the health hazards or the health code. What is he making of a cheese, cheesy chicken? Like, what is that? I don't know. There's white rice. Oh, so it's gonna be like a workout meal? Rice and chicken? Yeah. Look at those onions, delicious. Ugh! And black, black beans. beans. Gross. <laughs> He's like, please don't serve me bugs. <laughs> Not everyone thinks black beans bugs. But look at that rice, though. I'm like snack. I'm so hungry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you thought that that looked good, and yeah. I didn't. I want to just want food. I forgot to thaw the chicken out. I wanted to make something. Oh, he just, just called it Poppy. Poppy. Never mind. Maybe Sharon is still a bottom. I feel like I feel like 
Is that round two? Only 23 minutes left. They don't fuck. <laughs> that be so mad. You taking your retainer out? <laughs> he just took out his girls. He got out wine. And diner cups. <laughs> but wine. Fill it all the way up, buddy. What the fuck? Oh, that shit is hot. What? He's like very small. What'd you say? The way he filled it up. It's like, I want the whole bottle. Oh, he just, he just drank all of it. Like, those are the wettest beans I've ever seen. He dropped a bean on the table and he picked it up and ate it. <laughs> Me though. <laughs> Can't waste food like that. Five second rule. Huh? The way he said. Top vibe. <laughs> yeah, the way he said, eat your dinner. I would have been like, Or I would have been like, don't tell me what the fuck we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to eat it anyways. <laughs> like, do it because I want it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm eating it because I want to. Not because you told me to do it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he has a kid. All right, well. Is he bi? Maybe, but. Oh, oh they're not together. Him and him and the mom so, of yeah. his child. And then Miss Samantha. Oh, you think he's still a virgin? I mean, looking like that. <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> So he went to Juvie in Atlanta. And he met a dude there and put him on the block. He just told Kevin he doesn't know him. And Kevin was like, I don't know you. But like, Kevin also has to understand that like, he went to Juvie. He went to jail too. I think he went to jail. But like, because he said that they put him on the line for cooking. And yeah, he but said he got a knack for it. So. I mean, he went to Juvie because of what happened. Yeah. So he had to like fend for himself exactly at a very young age but shit's different did he just call him out on his earrings i think so oh he hears what sounds like the ocean it's gonna be the same song that was playing when they were driving home i don't know i don't know either i don't remember a song playing but i could be wrong i love this song <laughs> i love all these oh my god if they don't fucking kiss or something they won't i don't think he's gonna tell me okay they're walking to sharon's car i think to get yeah together and if it's anywhere in the 2000 and like 2010s it's okay for them to be gay now like outwardly it's a nice car <laughs> music starts blaring okay so this is a newer song oh his license plate says black 305 and black is what he would call him like his nickname that's so cute um, he doesn't owe him <laughs> anything for that ride home <laughs> he's like slides his hand over <laughs> to his lap like mm. <laughs> They're at the beach. They are at the beach. Okay, well, this is gonna happen again like it did 10, 15 years ago. What do you think the 305 stands for? It's code of Miami. Is it? Yeah. The radio people call it that? 305? No. No. I only know the 808, and that's why. The 305 is Miami. Hmm. <laughs> I thought you said you were six foot two. <laughs> nah, my, I said I'm from the 602. <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Does he still live in the same? I think so. So, Kevin just said he's gonna get out of his clothes real fast. And Jaron turned around like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Where's your bedroom at? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'll make you some green tea. And Jaron was like, I don't drink that shit. He was like, Okay, what do you drink? And he was like, Water. <laughs> like, green tea is delicious. I know. He's like, Duh, bitch. One of them's a little off. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> but we had those bowls <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so any of us expected <laughs> he's like well <laughs> you did not look like <clears throat> that that good Sharon just said that he's the only man that's ever touched him if you're hood and you're gay it's okay honestly it's actually kind of hot 
<laughs> Honestly, yes. So he's still a virgin. He hasn't touched anyone since then. He's like, you want to get touched again? Because I'm down. <laughs> He's looking at him. He's like, his body, I would be too. Hungry eyes. Look at you. What's the word? Fantasize? Is he just gonna jack him up again? Like, I don't know. He's holding him right now. That was it? That was the end? Are you serious? It wasn't even gonna show us that, you know, maybe possibly they got together. Wow. <gasps> Can I just say that I loved this movie? Yeah, me too. Okay, so it's called Moonlight, in case you guys forgot, in case you guys didn't read the title. It's an hour and 50 minutes. My rating for it is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I give it a 10 out of 10. If I gave it higher, I would. Because, wow. This was... It was emotional. It was just like, it hit like really close to home in certain ways. And you know what? It showed that black men can be gay. And And it's it's fucking fine. And you know what? It showed that Juan was not, like, stereotypical. He wasn't, like, a man that was, like, you're a fucking faggot. Like, he was, like, you'll know if you're gay. And and, And, and that's okay. And faggot is not a word that should be used, and you don't ever let anybody call you that. I loved that he said that to him. Honestly, I was just like, wow, that's that's amazing. Especially if it's depicted in, like, that time. Yeah. For someone to have that mindset of, like, this is okay, like, don't let anybody put you down because yeah. of the way you are, especially your sexuality. Barry Jenkins, you did good. That's the producer, or the uh, director, see, or whatever. See, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about some of the LGBTQ movies on here, because I have seen Blue is the Warmest Color, and... <laughs> Judges all of them by one movie. Well, no, I've seen a few of them on here, and they just, like, a lot of them just seem over-sexualized, and I just think it's a bad depiction of, like, the community in general. Yeah. If you guys don't know... We're both bisexual, mm-hmm. so um, stuff like this kind of, like, you know, is close to our heart, and it's just, like, it's important for me, I'm sure it's important for you, too, for, like, being good representation. Yeah, and not just being, like, oh, All people- we do is fuck. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's we're regular people. <laughs> Except, <laughs> are we? I mean, no. Obviously, we're doing this podcast. <laughs> we're better than the rest of you. <laughs> You are all regular people, but we're the bisexuals making a movie podcast yes. that people don't like. Anyway, yeah, definitely watch this movie. Definitely. Well, unless you're homophobic, then go and fuck if you're, yourself. Yeah, honestly, if you're homophobic, get the fuck off this podcast. I don't want you listening to this. And I don't care if it's like, it adds more views. No, if you're homophobic, get the fuck off here. If you're racist, get the fuck off of here. I don't want you here. Yeah. So, <laughs> what was your favorite part? I think my favorite part... Okay, so there are parts that, like, I really liked because I've been through certain things that are, like, similar in a way. Mm-hmm. Not, like, drug, but alcohol-wise. Yeah. One part that really hit close to home, one two parts in particular, is when he put the blanket on his mom when she was just passed out because of how much drug she took. So, mom, <laughs> if you listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Call her out by her full name. <laughs> I mean, you knew how you were. You were. You when I grew up, I would always make sure if when she was passed out drunk on the couch, I'd give her a blanket, take off her glasses, make sure she's okay, and even sometimes try to get her to come to sleep. And I mean, she usually wouldn't wake up because she'd be like just shit faced. That and then when the mom was saying that like I love you, I know that you don't love me, and trying to parent him, even though it's like it's too late at that point, and being the child, of course you still love your parent because like that's your parent. 
especially your mom, because you have a view of your mom different from, like, a dad. Because, like, your mom gave birth to you, and that's supposed to be the person that is supposed to just be there for you through all the time. You know when your parent is, like, going through that type of time, whether it's alcohol abuse, drug abuse, or any type of abuse like that. They do these things where it's manipulation in a sort of way where they, like, tell you they love you and stuff when they're like this, but then you see them normally, so then you're like, that's not who my parent is, so then you see them a different way. It's just a hard situation in general, and I just, I felt for that kid, honestly, it was just, uh, What was your least favorite part? My least favorite part was when Kevin decided he was gonna punch him, when all the kids just got on him, and I hated the fact that he went to jail for hitting Tyra. With the chair. With the chair, and it's just like, <laughs> fuck, like, I can't believe that got him sent to juvie, but them beating the fuck out of him. Like, why didn't did nobody come up and be nobody like... Nobody saw... That teacher ran up, and they saw... He saw those kids right away. He could have said, like, it was Tyrell, that kid and that kid, literally, like, beating yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah. And yet, he... It's not that hard to tell what somebody looks like. Honestly. Especially when he had really long dreads, the, yeah. and he wore his beanie a certain way. Exactly. And, like, I didn't see anybody else, like... No, you didn't see anybody else look like that. Yeah. Like, that was like a like a statement. My favorite part would probably have to be that conversation that Juan had with him, and when Teresa was basically saying the same thing, like, like you know, know, it's okay, you're okay. And then my least favorite part probably have to be oh, when he came home and his mom was like, "You need to leave, like I'm having That's company so- here." And then when he came back home the next day and she was like, "Why didn't you come home last night?" And it's like asking him for money. Yeah, that that had to have been like my least favorite part because it's like it it just fucks with people. Like you don't fuck with people like that. You don't do that, especially to your own kid. Yeah, don't ask your kid for money. Like that's disgusting. They're children, and they don't need to be making money for you. Honestly, and I get I get it. Sometimes you have no other choice than to have the kid, whether that be like pressure from somebody else or something like that. But just like you have a choice to make. You get to choose on whether or not you do that with your life. If that's what you want, I mean, that's on you. But don't put your own child through that. Don't do that to them because that's just going to fuck them up for it's the gonna rest of It's going to be a ripple effect. It if, is. If you're doing drugs and your kid is seeing it, your kid is going, probably nine times out of ten, is going to end up just like you. And of course, there are those kids who don't end up like them. And I praise for that because it's just like, yeah. that's great. But... In most circumstances, they don't have any other choice because... It's what they grew up with. And if, like, they live in poverty, like this kid, even the... It says that he grew up poor, and yeah, it's really neighborhood hard. neighborhood in Miami. Yeah, it would be really hard for them to get out of that. I mean, Kevin didn't get out of Miami, and he went to prison because he couldn't get out of what he was doing before, and that was, you know, probably doing drugs and beating up on people. I mean, Chiron got out of Miami, but he went he went to juvie in order to do that. And then he went to juvie in Atlanta. Like, they didn't even keep him in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, that is weird. He started selling drugs. Like, it's not... It's, it's like, not always easy for them. It's not. And it's just like, I know basically the system is built, built for... <laughs> failure. Failure for minorities. Yeah. Like... It's just like, that's just how it is, and it fucking sucks. It's fucked up. If you don't have family that can help you, like, provide for you and help you get through everything you're getting, like, you're going through, then it would be just, it would be close to impossible. Honestly. 
And that's why poorest areas just continue staying poor is because they don't have anything going for them because mm-hmm. nobody will help them. That's why more places are ghetto in the sense. I'm putting air quotes because it's just like, that's what people say, but it's just like, that's what happens. It's because the rich just don't give a fuck. I think this will be the fifth episode <laughs> that we I say, talk, eat the, the rich. rich. <laughs> I will continue to say that to every episode until like... We do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still would just absolutely recommend this movie. This was... can't believe it was made in 2016. Wow. This movie, I can't believe I've never like watched it. Honestly, this is amazing. And I'm kind of looking forward to watching more movies like this because... I have like a iffy feeling. Like about, we're like, gonna get half good lgbtq movies and half bad really bad yeah. ones that are directed by people who don't know should how. we watch the first series should we watch the l word no no <laughs> i don't know what our first series is gonna be but um the l word we'll vote <laughs> we'll go down to tv shows <laughs> and then choose the first one it's on hulu but i mean like oh well we're on netflix so i mean we have hulu so we can watch the l word yeah but hulu comes later <laughs> I think it's gonna go Netflix, Disney Plus, and then Hulu. Yeah. I'm looking forward to like watching Disney Plus movies, so Really? I am. I love Disney films. Yeah. But I'm also really looking forward to watching all the Marvel films and all the Star Wars films. I'm not, you guys. This is my least favorite category. I I, I hate Star Wars and I can't really stand a Marvel movie. I'm sorry, the franchise, I just don't get it. I don't know why you guys like it. Oh, it's so... I don't know. It's just, like, so good. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not a big movie fan. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. I... Like, we used to go to the movie theater once a week when Eric and I, like, were growing up. Like, we would just go for fun. And then junior or senior year hit, and I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I was like, for me, it's a waste of money. It's boring. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to sit in a movie theater and be surrounded by other people and not be able to talk like this is what i do i talk about movies and i can't do that in a movie theater. I, mean, I don't really care for going to movie theaters but i like watching movies in general i can't i don't know i'm if i you hate movies for the movie bitches yeah i just it's hard to find a good like genuinely good movie. it is hard to find a genuinely good movie we've only found one and that's this one I thought like end game was perfect we're not talking about that. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just saying, it made me cry so much. <laughs> I don't know what movie I cried in. I cried during a lot of movies. It was The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. It made me cry. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't that? <laughs> You're just saying. That movie was, let's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's on here. We're eventually going to get to oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. They put it back? I swear they took it off for they a while. They put it back, yeah. Okay. Oh, I definitely cried during like, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, yeah. That movie made me fucking sob. Like, oh my god, 10 year old me? Fuck, that shit fuck you. I don't know. I, I feel like I cry during. Oh, well, one. I think a TV show. Oh, you know the TV show This Is Us? I know, I just. I haven't watched it. Dude, I cry every single episode. I'm not fucking around. My mom watches that show. <laughs> every single episode, I fucking cry no matter what. And Eric's always like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you just don't get it. <laughs> He's like, we're watching the same show. Certain movies make me cry. Like, certain romance movies make me cry because I'm like, nobody's ever going to love me like that. <laughs> Shall I say same? <laughs> How do you say me too? <laughs> Is it Komasayama me too? <laughs> uh, it's a little sort of, you know, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> well, that was Moonlight. And it was only called Moonlight because of that one story that Juan told. 
What story? He when he was in Cuba and he oh. was running in the nighttime, mm-hmm. and she said that little black boys at night look blue, so she called him blue. That's the only reason why it was called Moonlight, as far as I can tell. Or like the beach at night. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I also like the way that it looks. It looks like neon. It does. I like. That. I also love that his license plate said black three hundred five. That was just like. But that just also is kind of sad because he felt for Kevin ever since it happened, and it just felt like Kevin it did not care. Kevin was closeted, and he would have rather internalized homophobia. Basically, would have rather started a life with a woman and live a shitty life, like. It's not like shitty, but yeah, like an unhappy, unfulfilling life than be gay and... So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Call Me By Your Name. No, but I swear Uh, people have said that it's good. It's fantastic, honestly. So like, the premise of it is basically this 17-year-old boy lives with his parents and... Is it on here? No, it was on, um, Stars is when I saw it. I wish that it was on here. I mean, like, fuck, I want to watch it again. It's so good. Anyways, he comes from, like, a wealthy family, and they're visiting in Paris, because, like, half the time they live in Paris, and half the time they live somewhere else, because, like, his parents are, like, authors. And his his dad helps sometimes take students and, like, teaches them certain things so they can become, like, a better writer. And so his dad, like, an exchange student, basically, of uh, this... I was like, what are you talking about? 20, like, 23, 24-year-old guy. And at first he seemed kind of douchey because he was American and they, they're French. So, but they don't live there all the time, but they're mm-hmm. French. And so they, they just thought he was like a rude American and that's what they just kept calling him. <laughs> then the boy like kind of took like an interest in him, was like curious and like how he like did things and like how confident he was mm-hmm. and like kind of speed up the process a little bit. They end up having a moment together and they end up kissing, but the boy also was kind of on and off with this girl. So I'm assuming he was bisexual, because, like, he had sex with this girl the first time, and then he had sex with this guy. And so then he was confused, and it was kind of on and off, and his parents, like, knew about it, but they were okay with it. And part of that made me feel like, wow, like, that's so accepting of your parents, especially... <laughs> what is that like? It was, no. like, in the 90s. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah, it was in the 90s, and they had ended up going on a trip together because... He- the exchange student was gonna be leaving. He was like a closeted gay basically. So they went on a trip together and just had like a really nice time. And then the part, oh my god, when he had to go home, he like went with him to the train station and saw him get on the train and then he left and he just like sobbed the entire time and called his mom to come pick him up. He's just crying the entire time for like ages. And his dad basically tells him in like very little words that he's gay. His dad? Yes. His His dad's dad's gay and that he loves his mom so much, but just, like, in the time that he grew up, he wasn't allowed to come out. And that literally fucked me up so much. I cried so hard. And so the exchange student ended up calling the house, and he picked up, and basically he told him that he's engaged to a woman, and the kid just cried, and it just shows him crying, like, him, like, looking at the fireplace and just crying and crying and crying. And, like, the end credits come up, you just hear him crying still. Okay, I'm gonna need more movies to clarify if these people are bisexual or, or if they're d- just yes. closeted gays. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. And it it's... Okay, so in the show, The Society... Mm-hmm. This is a spoiler. This is all spoilers. <laughs> I know, but this is, like, a major spoiler. So if you watch the show, The Society, and you're not done yet, mm-hmm. don't listen to this part. So, in the show, Grizz was sleeping with girls because he was closeted, because he didn't... He didn't know. He... Well, he knew, but, like... He was scared. Yeah. 
but he told Sam, he said, my mom knew when I was really little that I was gay. And he was like, and she accepted me. But I slept with girls because I was, you know. Didn't I accept didn't, himself. Yeah. And when he goes out to find the farm <coughs> land, Clark's ex-girlfriend gets in the tent with Grizz. And she, like, is like, it's really cold and I'm really lonely. And he was like, okay. And so she, like, cuddles up next to him. And then, like, she kind of starts to, like, try and do stuff with him. And he goes, I'm gay. And she was like, like, how gay? And he was like, I don't know how to answer that. And so she takes his hand and she puts it on her boobs. And he was like, yeah, I'm really gay. And she was like, okay, well, I'm still cold. And he was like, (laughs) okay, that's fine. (laughs) I told Eric that I was extremely glad that he told her I'm gay. Yeah. And that he didn't cheat on Sam and get with a girl. Just because he was scared. Also, if someone tells you that they're gay and you try to make a move on them, that's fucked up. Don't oh, be... trying to figure out how gay they really are? Yeah, it's like, don't fucking do that shit. Yeah. You can't change somebody's sexuality. Sexuality is not a choice. Mike Pence, are you listening? Yeah, first of all, fuck you. That's <laughs> what I want to say. Go fuck yourself. Secondly, gay conversion camps are not uh, ethical. Is the word I'm going to go ahead and use. And speaking of gay conversion camps, there's this movie, it was on HBO, with uh, Chloe Mortez and... Chloe Grace. Yeah, Chloe Grace Mortez, and she was gay, and her parents found out because her best friend, she slept with her on prom night. Her boyfriend saw her in the car because, like, she was dating a guy, but her and her best friend were, like, hooking up on the side, but nobody knew about it. And on that prom night, they hooked up, and her boyfriend, like, opened out the car door and was like, what the fuck? The best friend told her parents what happened. And so nothing happened to her, but then when Chloe's parents found out, they sent her to gay conversion camp. Mm. And the whole movie's just so fucking sad. And basically, like, it just literally makes- it just makes you feel bad about yourself. That's what they're doing. They're making you feel bad about your sexuality. It's okay to be gay, be confused about your sexuality. That's normal. If you're going through that right now, it's okay. It doesn't make you weird. And, like, I know people say, like, sexuality, like, it doesn't matter anymore because people accept it. Some people don't. And if you're in a situation where, like, you have family who doesn't accept your sexuality, I understand that. I understand where that's coming from because that happened to me. And that doesn't make you any different. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's okay. You're not gonna go to hell for being who you are and loving the people that you want to love. I got really passionate for a second. We use gay in a very broad term. That includes bisexual, gay, and lesbian. Trans. Um, if you just feel like that's not you, don't don't feel like you have to force yourself to be someone. Make people like you or get your family to accept you. One day you're going to be out of their lives and if they don't accept you, fuck them. They can go fuck themselves because they don't deserve you in their lives. I told my mom uh, sometime in high school that I was bisexual, and she said, okay. And she left it at that, and I kind of was expecting her to be like, no. But I found out that my sister is bisexual, and so I guess my mom kind of was like, all right, I've kind of been around the block with this a little bit. Not every parent is like that. I don't think that my dad knows that I'm bisexual. That's not a conversation that I will ever have with him. If sometime in my life, Eric and I are not together and I get with a girl, I mean, I don't think it would be shocking for them. I, but I also don't think that it would be a conversation that we would have, like, 
you know, I don't think that he would pull me off to the side and tell me he's uncomfortable. I honestly think that my parents are just parents that are like, that's it's, your life. And that's, and okay. that's not up to me to decide. <laughs> I was going to say, my mom knows who I've been with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know she knows. <laughs> and so I hide nothing about myself. I hide nothing about myself in any aspect of my life. Like, even on my social media, I post about how gay I am all the time. And I have people that follow me that are homophobic. And they don't say anything to me. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of being out there. And that's so privileged. But I don't hide it because I don't feel unsafe in my environment and I know that not everybody has that and I mean it shows in the movie Moonlight that not everybody has that especially you know growing up in a certain time but I mean I have very securely stated listen this is who I am and nothing's ever gonna change I've been with girls I've been with guys and that's just I mean (laughs) you know that's just that's just who you are yeah and that's okay and or somebody said to me like you know like oh you have a boyfriend like like, you can't say that you're bisexual. bisexual I was like, go fuck yourself. I'll steal your... I said, I'll steal your brother and your sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I had a bunch of people message me that, that that was so funny of me to say because I was like... I remember I screenshotted that. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple people message me and I just thought it was so funny because I was like, I mean, come on, you guys. It's not like... Coming from um, a Mexican household, I'm sure... Some of you, if you are Mexican, you might understand where this is coming from. Because you grew up basically pretty, uh, depending on your religion, Catholic or Christian. And I think the forced religion of it, yes, it's absolutely disgusting. Don't ever force anybody to believe in anything that they don't want to believe in. Growing up, my family was Catholic. My mom converted to Christianity. And it was just like, that was not accepted. That wasn't okay. We didn't talk about it. And I remember first time I ever came out to my mom was probably one of the hardest days of my life. Because I remember I called you right after it happened. So my mom was with her boyfriend's house, and I went over there to go swim and whatnot. And I told her, I was like, I just, I really wanted to get this off my chest because, like, you're my mom, and I wanted to come to you. And I told her that I was bisexual. And just, like, the look on her face, the disappointment on her face was just unreal. She basically told me that I'm going to hell and that she's never going to accept me the way I am. It doesn't matter, like... She doesn't want anyone to know. And she just said, don't tell anybody in the family. So me being me, posted it everywhere on social media, came out. And I was like, listen, guys, I'm bisexual. <laughs> and of course, some of my family members messaged me and they're like, are you really? Or are you just doing this like just to be petty? And obviously, my mom told them something. But yeah, I am bisexual. I've been with girls. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see what you just did. Yeah, I know they can't see. <laughs> I have to she just at pointed it. at me. <laughs> shocker. It's not that shocking, guys. Yeah, We've been best friends for like 10 years. Yeah, so. so we've been around the block with each other. <laughs> uh, surprise! <laughs> Asriel's mom. We're gay. <laughs> we've been with each other. <laughs> she lives in my house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As of right now, my mom has been getting a little more comfortable with the idea of talking about sexuality in general. I think that's because now that she's working where she works, one of the guidance counselors that she works with is gay. Oh, so it took somebody that wasn't her kid. Yeah. yeah. It took somebody that wasn't her kid. 
And I talked to him sometimes about my sexuality. I told him about, like, my childhood and stuff. I've opened up to him about how my mom has been about my sexuality. And, you know, he's talked to her about it and, like, saying, like, she can't help that. And, of course, like, it's hard for growing up in a Mexican household like that because he's he, too, is Mexican. No. Yeah. She can help it. That's the thing is... No, like, I can't help it. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. I can't help okay. my sexuality. And, like, it's just the way I am. And, obviously, like, it made me more standoffish with my mom and made me not want to, like, open up to her about a lot of things. See, okay, so there's a difference between being who you are in terms of your sexuality and being close-minded. If you have certain views and opinions that are wrong <laughs> that or some might say controversial and i'm talking i'm talking the homophobic and the oh, racist I, I, I know what you're talking about the things that harm other another people? yeah another person's life or try and diminish another person there's a difference between being who you are in your sexuality and being who you are in your bigotry and your ignorance people who are gay can't help that that's not a choice and even if it is a choice for you <laughs> more power to you but it's not a choice to be so closed off and so close-minded that you can't even accept your own child because they like somebody of the same gender or they want to become a different gender and there's a there's a huge difference when we say that and you can't sit here and say that somebody can't help the way that they are when it comes to their views because everyone can change how they view another person if you can view a white person as good you can view a black person a native american person a mexican person you can view them in the same light it doesn't fucking matter what their skin tone is it doesn't change who they are as a person yeah and it's like the only thing that changes someone who they are as a person is how they treat the people and how they treat their surroundings like i know that there are some people out there that, you know, can be respectful to people, but they're not respectful to the environment around them, and that still makes them a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And anybody can change that. And so, just... But that that's a choice. Yeah, that's a choice. And it, it they choose to be racist. It doesn't matter what time period they grew up in. That is a lame excuse. You don't have to be racist or homophobic. That's... It's not instilled in you. You know, and even if, like, you were taught growing up, guess what? You can unlearn things. You can learn new things. Sorry, like, but... Like, you can break your bad habits. Yeah, and... that Because that's what that is. It's a bad habit, because that's what you grew up learning. And you know what? Like, I read something once that said, the minute you start thinking a bad thought, immediately switch it into something good. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of something bad, make it positive. If you're saying, and this is going to be fucking anti-Semitic, but if you're saying like, oh, they're they're a fucking Jew, change that to say they're Jewish. That's it. They're Jewish. Then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with being Jewish. There's one thing wrong with being Jewish, but... <laughs> circumcision. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's a different... That's a different episode <laughs> for a movie about that <laughs> there's any jewish people listening just know that that's wrong anyway don't circumcise your children don't circumcise your children say it louder for the people don't deaf. circumcise your children please don't cut your child's penis like, or vagina honestly okay so you see how you saying they're a fucking jew and they're jewish those are two completely like even just saying the word jew is like <laughs> 
it's a little bit like it, it it's has derogatory. It has a connotation to it that sounds derogatory. So like even just saying they're they're a Jew is like they're Jewish. Doesn't sound as bad. But there is a there's a simple way to change your way of thinking and even just saying they're Jewish, like you don't feel a bad connotation in your body. Try it. <laughs> if you're at home, try this. <laughs> and do that with other things in your life. If you're thinking this child's so fucking annoying or this child just keeps fucking screaming, like with me, my kids scream all the time and it does get, you know, hard to do things when they're screaming and, you know, all you want to say is like stop fucking screaming. Change that to they are children. They are having fun. Just change it. Just change it. Even if they're screaming out of anger because they want something, just say they're children. They don't know how to communicate. Change your way of thinking and that can be changed. Your way of thinking can be changed. And that goes for everything. Okay, that goes for racism, homophobia. Sexism. Sexism. Anything you view in life that could possibly be bad, just change it. I mean, it will take a long time, but... It's not impossible to do. Yeah. I hate, like, the term, like, stuck in their ways. It's like, no. Oh, yeah. That's that's, that's not an excuse. That's just how they grew up. No, honey. Unlearn your behavior. Honestly. Change your behavior. If other people are trying to help you change your behavior towards things, be willing and be open to change and stop being closed-minded and stop being judgmental towards things that maybe you just don't understand you know start talking to people that are gay like you know start reading up on it like mm-hmm. it's really not anything it's just people who love people of the same gender there's nothing wrong with them i don't understand how somebody can i don't think understand it either it's, it's just it's a, i get like it says it in the bible no fuck no okay I'm but like you guys that's a fucking book I'm sorry, it's just a book. I can't talk about religion because I don't believe in any of it. I don't. I think that it's all disgusting, and I think that it's all pointless. I I don't believe in a god. I don't believe in anybody else's god. I don't believe in anybody telling me that if I pray that my kids or anything about my life will be protected or better. I don't understand it. I know we're probably going to get, like, a lot of hate if... Anybody actually listens to this. people actually listen to this. But it's just... There's a certain thing. It's just, like, it's right or wrong. It's like, if you're viewing it that way, and it's making you... Not everything is black and white, you know? Honestly. Also, one more thing I wanted to say. If you're a parent, and you kick your kid out for being trans, bi, gay, queer, you're not a parent. Don't call yourself a parent. You don't deserve that title. And I understand how you could love and raise your kid up until the point that they tell you something is different about them. I just... That will never make sense to me. I mean... You loved them five minutes ago, so what changed? You know, they're still literally the exact same person. They just have a different preference for who they love. Just don't have kids if that's the way you think. Oh yeah, I always put it out there that if you believe that people should stay with the opposite gender, or you think that, or that love is between two people who are married, or, you know, you should never have a child out of wedlock... I want you to know that you're not valid. <laughs> you're not valid. I I there's I don't know how else to say that that's just a toxic way of thinking. Yeah. And that's bad to like have children and push your views onto them if that's your views. Because I have people in my family that 
absolutely 100% think that, you know, gay people are wrong. And my aunt on my father's side is gay and her brother and his wife don't speak to her anymore because of it. They think that it's disgusting and they refuse to let their kids be around her. You won't talk to her because she's gay. Yeah. And she's got a girlfriend who has a daughter and they still just want nothing to do with her. And is that why you guys don't speak to me anymore? Like, they don't speak to me. They they liked me up until they found out that I was bisexual. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm not on any of their social media. Then that's people you don't need in your life. That's the thing. All right. Well, that was this episode <laughs> of Movie, Movie Bitches. Bitches. I know it was a lot more real talk than we usually do, but I mean... This not... is more of like what we want to do is have a podcast like this. Yeah. Rather than what we're currently... I feel like rather than what we're currently doing. But yeah. sometimes it, it, it's a movie that brings it out. Exactly. This podcast right now is over two and a half hours. There will hopefully be a ton of shit that gets cut out yeah. to maybe bring this down to roughly an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It might not even get down that far. But I mean, like, this whole conversation lasts, like, about, like, 20 minutes on its own. Or, like, no, thir- it was, like, over 30 minutes. Was it? So, yeah, I mean, the movie ended at one fifty. It was one fifty three. Okay, so. so yeah, this entire conversation was, like, a lot. But I mean, like, I'm glad we had this conversation in general. Yeah, for the followers listeners out there that can relate and when they watch this movie some of you might be able to relate and all that matters is that you know that you're accepted just if you like it doesn't matter where you come from you can still be gay yeah it doesn't matter what your lifestyle is you can still be gay and like i know we don't have because a lot of followers on our social media or whatever which is fine but like if so so happen you come on to this podcast and you listen to this episode and it makes you feel way more than free to message us and like talk to us about it because i mean like we're more than open to like listen about your story and be there for a person who needs someone to be there for yeah and you can do that at (laughs) on instagram movie bitches podcast on twitter at bitches pod and our email at movie bitches spelled b-x-t-c-h-e-s at gmail.com and all of that will also be in the description that was moonlight this was Movie Bitches. Um, I don't think we told who we were in the beginning, so I'm Tamara. I'm Azriella. And that was this episode. Bye! Bye.